This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Let's talk some basketball, both home and abroad, from Sky Sport. And, of course, as heard on these, with these wonderful airwaves of SCNZ, it's Casey Frank. Uh, good morning, Casey. I'm glad you're out of bed. Morning, Casey. <laughs> one time, one time you sent through a couple of phone calls. And it never let you live down. Morning, boys. How are we doing? We're doing really well, mate. We, we, I'll, I'll never give you grief, mate. You've been so generous with your time over the years, my friend. Uh, but, you know, but like Grant, you can take a joke too, which is fantastic. <laughs> hey, what, what's not a joke is Tom Abercrombie's um, Tall Black's career is over 36 years young. This close to a World Cup, you know, timing might have caught some people off. What say you? You know, having been through something similar to this before, uh, as a guy who's gone to three World Cups and knows the, you know, the pressure that puts on your body over eight years, and for Tommy, this would have been looking at his fourth World Cup. You know, it would have been a special list he was joining with Perro Cameron, Kirk Penny, uh, I believe Phil Jones as well uh, made it to four. I'm not 100% positive there. Maybe I know Phil actually only made it to three, but Kirk, uh, Kirk and uh, Perro and Mika, uh, those, those three guys are the, the four club. But you know that's a that's a 12 year commitment, and at this stage of his career, uh, the way his, his you know not that his body's declining, but he does take great care of it. And you get right before a, a tall black campaign's about to start, and you have to weigh it up: Am I able to you know commit to the level that I need to commit to to be there? And it's not just physical; it's mental as well. And all you have to do every day to just make sure your body's up for those four hours of training where you're going through camp trying to make the team and then everything else so uh the same thing happened to me when, when i hung it up i thought i was going to do it right up to the day and then i, I got a call from paulie his first year his first year as coach and i just said sorry man i got nothing left <laughs> and, and that's just sort of the way it goes but a fantastic career he's, he's uh, been a great serviceman to the country uh, his leadership and his skill will be sorely missed Casey, I want to ask you, coming from um, you know cricket as as my sport, I'm seeing that players have a lot more longevity. What's your sort of longevity with basketball? Because I was I was trying to find that out from someone when I was watching the Saints game the other day, and they weren't really too sure. But I got the feeling it was sort of you know when you got to your 30s, you were almost quite old because of the this, you know the jarring and it's the impact that it takes to be on that court for so long. Yeah, I think, you know, when you get to your 30s, things do certainly start to change physically. Uh, you lose a little bit of that first step, the quickness. I think if guys take great care of themselves, they can play into their mid-30s. You know, a guy like LeBron, uh, he spends a million dollars a year on his body. He's going to play till 40. But really, mm. when you get to that 35 section, that, that that's when I really felt it. I went from being, you know, 36, I was okay. And then I tried to play again at 36 in my last World Cup campaign. Just worked tremendously hard to get myself into top physical shape. And that's when everything started breaking down. It wasn't just that uh, you know, I'd tear a calf here or I had an old herniated disc injury that would come back and just feel a lot worse than it was. But it was when I got to my spot on the court uh, and I tried to explode like it used to explode, I couldn't do it anymore. If, you know, a closeout, I used to be able to close that space a little bit more quickly and affect the shot. All of a sudden, that was getting off cleanly or it was getting blown by. So it's, it's little things that you have to adjust all the way. And, and when you get to, you know, I, I was able to fake it. I was a really athletic guy. I was able to get through to 36, but at that yeah. point, I just fell off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's all, all the more amazing uh, that, you know, King James in the NBA is averaging, what, 29, 8, and 6 as a 38-year-old. Like, come on. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I mean, it's, I don't think anyone understands how impossible it is just to be playing at that level. And, you know, as good as the breakers are, that's not the same level. It's the NBA is the nth degree of athleticism. And he's still out there, you know, playing, not, not just playing, but playing 70 games and playing deep into the playoffs and performing every single game. Not the same player he was, he never will be, but still having a similar effect on the game. And, you know, back to, to take it back to Tommy, at 36, I still think he's got an opportunity to have a great effect on the Breakers' season defensively, certainly. And I think part of why he's pulling away from the Tall Blacks now is to make sure that he can uh, provide right. the club that provides him some opportunity with as much of himself as he can. Well, while we're on the, the theme of the NBA, let's zero in on that. Um, has King James been usurped? Is the new king in Denver? <laughs> well, if you're talking about who's the best player in the NBA, yeah, I would have yes. to say that Nikola Jokic is the best player in the NBA right now. You know, I think for the last three or four years, to me, it's been it's been Giannis. He he's been the unstoppable force. But you know, two back to back MVPs, another you know top to second team All NBA position this year for Jokic, and the way he's dominated these playoffs. Like, uh, I, I mean, I can't think of a big man since Shaq who's had this effect on a postseason, a true center. You know, like, yes, like, uh, yes Duncan had some big, great games, but he was more of a power forward type that played the center position. But the way he is dominating things, it's, it's really stuff that we, we've only seen two, three, four times in the history of basketball. And it's a little bit uh, under-publicized, but it is great to watch. Just you got 10 dimes a game, 10 assists a game from the center position. You know, you could pass the ball, Casey, but that's, that, those numbers are ridiculous. It really is. I mean, he works as the hub of that offense, so a lot works through him. But the vision and the skill that he has to pull off the passes he's pulling off, it's unheard of. I mean, there's been some great passing big men in the history of basketball. You look at Bill Walton, you look at, for me, and Arvita Sabonis. Uh, you know, those are the two names that pop out immediately. Will Chamberlain led the league in assists one year. But none of them have the consistent skill to get teammates open. And I think, uh, you know, it's just an unselfish brand of basketball he plays. It's contagious on that team. and uh, Because of his skill scoring the basketball as well, he has truly become just an unstoppable force down low. It doesn't matter what you do. He is going to be contributing 60, 70, 80 points to his team's uh, margin every single game. Hey, Casey, I'm a, I'm a Heat fan. So um, how am I going to fear the finals here? You've just been talking about someone who's unstoppable. <laughs> Um, I'd like to think that Buckets Butler has got something to say about that, but they played well against uh, uh, Celtic. But um, yeah, un- unfortunately, um, it doesn't look good for them, does it? He just put him out of his misery, Casey. Sweep the league, Casey. <laughs> look, if any team's capable of coming up with an upset, it's the Miami Heat. Uh, the way they performed in this playoff series has been unbelievable. I mean, because they they really they they beat a better Milwaukee team. They beat a better Boston team. I think they were better than the Knicks, uh, even though they were the eight lower seed. I think they were better there, and they took care of business. But but their ability to take teams out of what they want to do, uh, I think, has been really impressive this season. And uh, down the stretch, you talk about Jimmy Buckets, uh, Hemi Buckets, which is now trademarked. So he's got another another one coming. He is him. Uh, but but he's uh, he, Hemi Buckets down the stretch uh, of the last few games, especially against Boston in this first game against Denver, just looks like his legs have left him just yes. a bit, which is, yeah, he, he just doesn't have that same lift. He, he you know, we shot, uh, I think it was 13 for 25 from the field in game one against Denver, zero free throw attempts. And when he's at his best, it's when he's getting into the paint, getting those up fakes and using his strength to get through. And I think part of it is the, the matchup. Uh, Aaron Gordon, he's got the size and the length and the strength to really keep him out of his spots. 
to not let him be dominant physically like he was able to at times against the Celtics. So a combination of not having legs, not having that, not quite there. Can they do it? Uh, there were some good things in game one. You know, they missed some open shots. If they hit two or three of those, it's a different game down the stretch. But I, this is without Jokic even trying to score. He took five shots in the first half. He didn't even give a look at the basket unless it was absolutely necessary. I just don't see the answer they have for him. So for me, it's going to be Denver in four. But it, would it surprise me if Miami did the impossible once again? Well, yeah, it would. But, you know, I kind of expect it. Uh, he was being really nice to you there, Grant. Yeah. I, I think he's been really nice. Uh, you didn't give me but, much hope. No. No. Is well, I said to my kids... Computer, computer says no. If Miami AI was... says no. Okay. Right. Let's get to the Sal's NBL. Um, great, one of the great rivalries, of course, in the Scott Magician, Nelson and Wellington. They played last night. Um, it was the Saints getting a big win in a high-scoring game, 120 to 112. Hold on. The Saints, all of a sudden, are 5-5 five and five and fifth after being stuck at the bottom. Are they relevant again? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, their, their, their talent is upper echelon in this competition. Uh, they, they didn't have Kyle Adnan for the first few games. They still don't have uh, Isaiah Moriojo-Oholiapa, uh, but they're playing well without him. Last night, uh, you had four guys, which is Vodanovic, Musius, uh, Adnan, and Tohi Smith-Milner. They combined for just under 100 points or right at 100 points. Uh, that kind of production out of four guys is fantastic. I love the way that Adnan's playing with all the weapons he has on the wings and in the post. You know, he's dished out 16 assists last night. A couple weeks ago, he dished out 19 assists. Uh, just really love what they're putting together offensively. They've got some things to answer to defensively. That's not where they need it to be just yet, evidenced yep. by the, the game Nelson had last night. But that offense is really high octane and could, can put the ball in the bucket against anybody. Yeah, One, one of the things I noticed, uh, Casey, was uh, Musius. Um, his... Um, uh, introduction into the team it seems like they've got a really good chemistry going now the saints when i watched them at the start of the season they looked all over the show they didn't really have consistency in their squad um but now they look consistent and the chemistry is like it's unbelievable to be courtside there to see where they were at the start of the season compared to where they are now yeah i really like musius uh, Isaiah musius has come in uh been a great defender on the wing he's got great size he's about six seven good athlete good shooter uh, he's really been able to contribute. And you can see he's got the ear of the other guys on the team, a fantastic leader. For me, the start of the season was more about Kyle Adnam going down with injury. They had built an offense around mm. his decision-making abilities, his ability to either score or fi- find the open man. And when he wa- wasn't available, everything just really dropped down. You know, the, they had to lean on Francis Mobile Hill Jr. Uh, for, for, to, to try and run that offense. And he's a, he's a competent player, but he just doesn't have that same skill set as Adam does. So now that he's clicked back in, they found that flow. The offense is coming along perfectly. Just got to find a way to get more of a collective on defense to keep teams from scoring in these triple digits. I think six weeks to go in the regular season. Uh, so the games this weekend, is the feature one for us to, to pay particular attention to? And I'm sure you'll cover this off with Justin on, on Tuesday night. Uh, Hawks bar up against the Rams. That's later tonight, isn't it? That's, that's later this afternoon. Yeah, that's the, the second one or the first one. Today, uh, we've got Auckland against the Jets before after that at 7 o'clock. But at 5 p.m., those guys tip off. And, you know, it's going to be a, a big test. Uh, you know, Hawks Bay has finally got right back onto the rack foot uh, with two more road wins. They're great away from home. Uh, they still haven't got a win at the in the nest in Napier or down there at Terradale Rio. Haven't got a win at home, but fantastic on the road. And they're playing with a lot more. It's so uh, weird. It's very strange. It makes no it's sense. so it really strange. Does. 
<laughs> and last week, you know, they won in Otago, a team, you know, that had been uh, only one loss in the, this year up to that point at home. They took them down. They were top of the table. It doesn't matter. They've got the skill set and the ability to score well. Uh, this is another team, though, they can get in foul trouble. If they're not forcing turnovers, the offense can get sluggish in the half court. And the, the Rams, having lost Ty Winyard, uh, they've got Joe Lawson in there. I believe it's Joe Lawson. A lot of imports came in this week, a lot of guys with different teams. But bringing in a new import uh, to go along with the skill set of Tevin Brown and the unbelievable athleticism of Tevin, uh, uh, Troy Baxter Jr., uh, they're a really good team. And I think this next little stretch here in the next few weeks tells me if Canterbury is up there in that top two with Auckland and Otago or if they're sitting there at 3-4 with Franklin uh, and just a little bit out. It's either a top three that separates or that top two is the cream of the crop to me. And this is game today is going to be one of the telltale signs of that. Good man, Casey. Thanks so much for being generous with your time, as always, my friend. Keep up the great work. Loving it. Go well. Thanks a lot, Casey. Appreciate it, boys. It's easy when you can hear the phone in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's easy when it's close to midday, mate, and you're out of bed. You're out of the scratcher. Good stuff. <laughs> Casey Frank, of course, former Tall Black, uh, went to multiple World Cups, who understands uh, exactly where Tom Abercrombie is uh, coming from. A wonderful servant to New Zealand basketball. It will continue, just not in the uh, the Black Signal at the World Cup later this year. Over 100 games for New Zealand. We wish him well, and we can't wait to continue to bring you all the action from the sales NBL. Grant's looking a little bit forlorn next to me. I didn't have my coffee this morning. I didn't no. get you a coffee. I, I no, 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 apologise for that. You're downcast about I apologise that. That's okay. You were in the play-in. You're in the play-in just to make the playoffs. I said to my and you've made it all the way to the NBA uh, final. They played too many games getting there, I reckon. They're broken. It's okay, mate. I said okay. to my kids, if we win it, I'm getting a Miami Heat vest. They really want me to get one. Vest? Or? Yeah, one of those playing vests. A singlet. Playing jumper. Singlet. 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 Whatever. Vest. <laughs> a vest?